the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Katherine, if you have your Bibles with you on this morning, and you should, I want to invite your attention to Genesis chapter 39. We'll move through several chapters here, actually Genesis 39, 40, and 41. But we'll begin in verse 21. As we continue to move through this uh, series of messages entitled, What's Next? God's Word reads like this. The Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. Because the Lord was with him, and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Chapter 40, verse 12, Joseph said to him, this is the interpretation of it. Now, Joseph has been in prison, and the butler and the baker of Pharaoh have been thrown in prison and had dreams. And so now he's interpreting the uh, dream of the butler. Joseph said to him, this is the interpretation of your dream. Three branches are three days. And now within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me when it is well with you and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews and also I have done nothing here that they should put me into the dungeon." Skipping down to verse 20, now it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast for all of his servants. And he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. Then he restored the chief butler to his butlership again, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand, but he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Chapter 41, verse 1. Then it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by the river. 
The dream goes on to tell of the seven fine cows and the seven thin cows, if you will, and the seven thin ones or raggedy ones or ugly ones, as the text calls them, ate up the seven healthy and fine ones. And then as you move down to verse 8, now it came to pass in the morning that his spirit, that is Pharaoh's spirit, was troubled and he sent and called all the magicians of Egypt and all of its wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh saying, I remember my faults this day. And he goes on to say, when Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, we each had a dream in one night. He and I, each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now, there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man, he interpreted according to his own dream. And it came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened. And he restored me to my office, and he hanged him. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And they shaved him and changed his clothing, and he came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it, but I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream and interpret it. So Joseph answered, saying to him, it is not me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Well, as we've been walking through this journey with Joseph and through the life of Joseph, we began in Genesis chapter 37, and we talked from the subject matter, what's next when you are the favorite? In part two of our series, we were in Genesis chapter 37 as well, and we talked from the idea, what's next when you have to serve your haters? And so thirdly, we were looking in Genesis chapter 39, and we spoke from the idea, what's next when plans change? And so when we were last together, we spoke here from the idea in the fourth part of this series from the subject matter, what's next when you resist temptation? Joseph had been in the house of Potiphar. As he was there in the house, his wife, uh, casting her eyes on Joseph over and over again. And then finally, when she had opportunity, she grabbed hold of him. And she put all the temptation right in front of him. But Joseph resisted. Even though you resist temptation, sometimes you still may be accosted by temptation. Lord, help me here. And not only may you be accosted by the temptation, you may be accused of yielding to the temptation as Potiphar's wife accused Joseph of yielding to the temptation. And so Joseph was arrested, thrown into prison as a result of resisting the temptation that was thrown in front of him. On this morning, I want to ask the question, what's next when the Lord is with you? In these verses here, the latter part of chapter 39, it it lets us know that the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. God showed 
Joseph mercy, which means he held back from Joseph the justice he deserved. You know what that tells me? It tells me that though the Lord was with Joseph, Joseph still had some judgments that could have come on him. If not, he would not have needed mercy. And so God showed him mercy and he was with him such that he had favor. Now, let me help somebody right here. When the Lord is with you, you should expect for him to show you mercy and give you favor. Can I help somebody here? When everything around you is falling apart, don't look at what's falling apart. Look with expectation to God who is with you and expect that God will show you favor. Not only that you expect him to show you favor, but also to show you mercy, which means even though you haven't done everything right because God is with you, expect God to extend mercy on your behalf. You, you, you've got to expect that as you walk through this journey. And so God extends mercy and favor to Joseph in the text. And listen, and the keeper of the prison gives everything into Joseph's hands. Matter of fact, the text even goes on to say the keeper of the prison didn't even look into anything he did. He had that much confidence in him because the Lord was with him. Do you realize that man cannot undo the doings of God? Even hell itself can't change the doings of God. When God promotes and God positions, can't nobody change that. Joseph is in authority in prison. Now, Joseph might say, well, man, I'm still in prison. Yeah, you're still in prison, but you're in the top position in the prison. Everybody's still listening to you. And you've got freedom in the prison. Because when Potiphar put Joseph in prison, he put him in the king's prison. And when you're in the king's prison, you got the favor of God. Now, Joseph is in prison, and he's the chief man in prison, and he's got his nice position, and everything's going well. And so as chapter 40 picks up and begins to lay out for us, while he's there in prison running things, the pharaoh has a, a little issue with his butler and his baker. And so he throws them in prison, and then they get to know Joseph. They both go to sleep one night, and both of them have a dream in the same night. Now, the butler has this dream about this vine that comes forward, and there are three branches that come out from the vine. And when the branches come out from the vine, there is a budding and a blossoming of the, of the branches, and then there is clusters of grapes that come off of these three branches. And then he dreams that all of a sudden he has the king's cup in his hand, and he squeezes the grapes into the cup. And he wants to understand what is this dream all about? When Joseph comes in and sees him, Joseph says, man, why y'all so sad today? And so, you know, he said, well, we had a dream and it's troubling us. And so he says, well, the interpretation of dream belongs to God. And so I'll seek God for the answer to your dream and God will give answer to your dream. He'll give the interpretation. So he gives him the dream, gives him the interpretation. And, and then he, he asks him something 
along the way. Here's one of the things, and, and I'm, I'm moving into the second, the second point. Because first of all, when, what's next when you, the Lord is with you is you're favored by God, but watch this, you may be forgotten by men. Verse 12, he says to him, this is the interpretation of the dream. And he says, the three branches are three days. And within three days, Pharaoh is going to lift up your head and restore you to your place. This is good news. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. So he has good news for the dream of the butler. And he says to him, verse 14, he says, but when you get back there, he says, I have a request of you. Please don't forget me. Please make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of here. I don't know how many people can probably say you told some folk, don't forget about me. And they forgot about you. Verse 23, but the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. I skipped the baker's dream and all that and what happened. Because the baker only decided to let Joseph interpret his dream because the butler's dream interpretation was good. So he said, yeah, well, let me tell you mine. But his was basically, you're going to have your head taken off and the bird's going to be eating you. But three days later, when Pharaoh threw this party, he lifted up both of them and he restored the butler and he took the baker and hung him and the birds ate him. But the chief butler got back to his position, handing Pharaoh the king his cup. And he forgot all about Joseph. People will forget you. Don't get mad at them. Don't get angry. People forget. Listen, God's ability to deliver you and bring you is not contingent upon the memory of men. All right? So just because they forgot doesn't mean God has forgotten. God is at work while the butler has forgotten. Two years later, God's still working. Causes Pharaoh to have a dream. Because what's next when the Lord is with you is that you're favored by God, sometimes forgotten by man, but also God will cause faults to be remembered. It's right here in text. Verse chapter 41, verse 9. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh saying, I remember my faults this day. After Pharaoh has the dream of the seven uh, healthy cows and the, the seven uh, ailing cows. I mean, he calls them ugly in the text. Gaunt cows, they call them. And, and they're, they have these fat cows and these thin, ugly cows. And the thin, ugly ones eat the fat ones. And nobody could interpret the dream. And that's, that's when the butler said, I know a guy. I know a guy who can, can interpret the dreams. Matter of fact, oh my! now I remember my fault. I was supposed to tell you about him two years ago. I know most of us is, are mad about now because we've been in prison for two more years while this dude forgot. But I need you to hear this. God was working in his perfect timing. 
to cause this thing to happen. Because listen, and I know you might be still in the prison waiting for the two years for the people to remember you, but God is doing something in preparation while you're in the prison. Lord have mercy. See, for some of us, we can't come out of the mess too fast because we won't be ready for the next leg of the journey. So God is working while we might feel like we're suffering. God is preparing you for the next step in his plan for you. It just happens to be two years for Joseph, but in two years, then the fault of the butler is remembered and the butler tells Pharaoh, I know a guy. And he explains, this is what happened. The dream I had and the dream that the baker had and and everything happened just like he said. And when he tells him about that, he says, look, this is the dude, he can interpret dreams. Then Pharaoh goes calls for Joseph. Verse 14, so Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon and shaved him and changed his clothes and he came to Pharaoh cleaned up. When God causes the fault to be remembered, he moves in his perfect timing such that the residue of prison is washed off of Joseph. I'm trying to talk to somebody here. I know you're going through some stuff and you are anxious to get out of the mess that you're in. But the perfect and divine timing of God is working such that when you come out of the mess, when the Lord is with you, when you come out, he will remove the very stench from you. It's like the three Hebrew boys. Y'all know when they went into the fiery furnace, they threw them in there and they walked around but because they were with the Lord. I'm trying to help you to understand something. When the Lord is with you, he'll take the smell off of you. He'll clean you up. He'll wash you up. He'll prepare you for your next part of your journey. Joseph gets cleaned up and shaved up and washed up and he comes before Pharaoh, watch this, to utilize the gift that he has been given by God. Lord have mercy. I need you to catch that part. God doesn't just clean you up and wash you up and set you up so that you can shine on your own. No, he cleaned you up and washed you up and set you up that you might utilize the gifts that he put inside of you. He didn't take you off the street. He didn't take the alcohol out your mouth. He didn't take that drug needle out your arm and bring you out of darkness into the marvelous light so you can walk around pimping and looking all primmed and prissy. No, he saved you. He delivered you. He washed you that you might use that gift that's in you to glorify him. Joseph uses his gift and he interprets the dream and when Joseph interprets the dream and it's a good interpretation. But in addition to the interpretation, what Joseph also does is he gives Pharaoh advice as to how to manage what's getting ready to come. Seven years of plenty followed by seven years of drought and famine. So he says, look, you need somebody to manage this. You need to put somebody who's going to be over top of all this so that during the seven years of uh, plenty, they, you don't eat up everything. We got to save, put some stuff aside, 
and then and then when people need, they'll come to this person and they'll, that person will be responsible because you, you the king. You ain't got time to be doing all that. You need somebody. You need somebody to handle this. And he gives the king the advice. And when he gives the king the advice, the final thing that I'm going to pull out of this text that happens when the Lord is with you is that favor prevails. The king says to Joseph, this is my version. Okay, this is my version. Dude, you're so smart. Because, first of all, you interpreted my dream. Second of all, you already have a plan. I don't need to hire nobody else to come up with a plan. And your plan is a good plan. So, what, what, what I'm going to do, Joseph, is I'm just going to put you, you, gonna, you the man. You just, this is my version. You the man, handle that. Give Joseph whatever he needs. Everybody, Joseph is over everything in Egypt. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. No, Pastor, wait a minute, wait a minute. This dude just came out of prison yesterday. And, and he was charged with attempted molestation or attempted rape of one of the officers of Pharaoh's wife. And he's been in the king's prison in a dungeon, running the prison, and now you want to put this dude, I'm, I'm just, in my sanctified imagination, I'm thinking about the thoughts of the folk that are on the board. I'm trying to tell you what God will do. He will, he will, he will, elevate you he will raise you up what's next when the lord is with you is that his favor prevails in your life too father in heaven have your way in our invitation time someone needs you someone needs your presence someone needs a reminder today that you're still there that your favor is still available to them and for them. Father, someone is lost and drifting in this world, seeking a way, seeking an answer. Speak to them, God. Speak to their heart. Let them know that you're not a God of man's creation. You're a God who created man. You're a God who loves us such that you gave your life for us. That we may not have to die and spend our eternity separated from you. So, Spirit of the Lord, draw men, women, boys, girls who may have never, ever repented of their sin. Maybe they never turned their back on the world and the sins that they had committed. Maybe they've never asked you, God, to forgive them. Father, Draw them today to, 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 to ask forgiveness of their sin, to confess their sin before you, and to turn their back away from it, to repent of it, and turn to you. Father, I know according to your word, you said you'll save them. So save them by your amazing grace today. Others, God, who may just be in need of you today, I'm praying that you're drawing them and encouraging them and filling them with what they need even now. 
But Spirit of the Lord, have your way. Save the lost person. Reclaim that drifter today. Father, someone has been looking at their life and they thought that their life situation and circumstances meant that you were not there. But you're still there, showing favor and drawing them back. Draw them back to you. Have your way, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.